Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, a very special edition of the Busted Open Podcast. It's an AEW takeover. We talk to my least favorite Thunder Rosa, and she has some things to say about me that aren't pleasant. And we talked to AEW CEO, president and owner, Tony Khan. That's right, it's Tony time right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The first guest on this takeover happens to be the one and only Thunder Rosa. Good morning, honey. How are you? Oh my God, you're a horrible ass voice. Let me vomit for a second. I'm good, thank you. Seriously, you're the first guest for this takeover, right? This is, this was, I knew Gabby was born. The the most special guest ever. That's why they have me first. I'm the opener because you know I'm popular, you know people love me, and you know, this Let's let's. Uh, I need to like talk about the elephant in the room. You know, I was there at your house um, not too long ago. I took over your house, and you know, your dog slept with me. I slept in the in the bed with your wife. It sounds a little bad, but you know, you had to have me first. I mean, let's make it. Let's make it. Let's make it real. Like the video that we had is the the most popular video that you guys ever had, and it wasn't because of you. It was because of me. So you should say thank you to me. Well, I, I, I'll say thank you to you when you finally say thank you to me. It was in this room. I'm, I, you know, believe me, I have to go through these emotional scars every time I do my show <laughs> here in this room because this is where you attacked me, uh. Thunder Rosa. <laughs> I, I, you're gonna be on. You're gonna be on with me with for thirty minutes. So, okay, sounds good. All right. No, no, I mean, you know. So can can I? Can you be professional? For 30 I am, being, like, I, or, I am being absolutely professional right now. I woke up early. I put makeup on. I shower. I put perfume on, you know, and I'm looking like a like an adult right now. And I'm having an adult conversation. I'm not even cursing at you, David. I know. And I'm not cursing not even. at you. I'm not cursing at you. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you right off the bat. I think honesty is always 
the best policy before we get into some questions that I do have because I want to have a conversation with you, Thunderers. I don't want to have an interview with you. I want to talk things out. And you and I have a history together. Uh, listen, I'm going to say this right off the bat, okay? And this is all yeah. honesty. This is all – let me talk. This is all honesty, okay? This is all honesty. Put it right out in the open. I respect you, but I don't like you. I respect you because you are one of the top – not even just top female wrestlers out there, one of the top wrestlers out there. I think AEW, seriously, is very lucky to have you. Uh, you know, one of the top moments that I'm going to talk about is a moment, I think one of the top five moments in AEW Dynamite history is with you and a victory that you had, and we'll get into that in just a little bit. You are not an easy person to like. I don't like you, but as I said, I do respect you. So, like... Do you feel like you have, earned, especially since you've signed with AEW, do you feel like you've earned a lot of people's respect? Absolutely, David. Come on, man. Um, I mean, the numbers the numbers can talk. I, I I feel like ever since I joined AEW, like my numbers, like social media has grown so much. And like the interest that people have in the, the character Thunder Rosa or, you know, the lack of because it's like a big extension of me you know as a person like you see me with no makeup on uh people are interested in in, in like and some something real something that uh they can they can um relate to and i and i will say it's a lot of women uh a lot of women of latina women and 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 other women they identify with her with with Rosa when she comes out of the uh uh, out there in uh, with her flag and showing so much confidence and respect like the women are like um are really excited to see it so uh and kids too like uh, I've, I've seen a lot of kids lately uh, well the parents send me the pictures of of the kids painting their faces as thunder rosa so that's that's a huge thing man because it's it's uh I, i'm very i'm a very different wrestler yeah, and, and you mentioned social media, and you talked about all the social media attention you and I got when you attacked me in my own home, uh, and a lot of people viewed it. And your social media is very, very strong. But and, and you also have the YouTube vlog as well that's out there too. So, like, do you like that type of attention? I know you have an ego. I mean, I've met you enough to know that you have. Oh you know, my major, god! Major you're right. I thought I thought, you, I thought this was gonna be a professional I am. interview. This is, like, pro you're this is a professional right question. Do you, but do you uh, like that attention? Do you like it? Because a lot of people come on this show seriously that talk about that social media is a blessing and a curse. Do you see it more as a blessing or more of a curse? Social well, you have to be, it, it, it's a very fine line. You know, it's it's a very fine line in where uh, you are sharing uh, reality with with what it's the kayfabe is, right? Um, I think uh, for, if for me, in my case, I share my life, like my journeys, uh, Every time I travel and and with a vlog, like I am very intimate and very um, natural. I don't like, uh, let's say, to portray something that I'm not. And I don't have an ego, David. Sure. Let me just put that clear and make it clear. But um, yeah, it's it's a fine line and you have to be very respectful as, and you have to set the parameters on your social media. I'm always setting my parameters really strong uh, in social media in terms of like, I don't like to argue with fans if they have their opinion, they have their opinion and I let them have their opinion. Um, I try not to get in arguments like that because if you do, you, you lose it. And I have, because I have respect for people and I said it multiple times, if people disrespect on my comments on YouTube, if they're disrespectful in my comments on Twitter or Instagram, I usually um, don't pay attention to those comments and have to delete them. I have to keep 
this is very positive. This is uh, for a lot of people. This is a, a, a place where they, they they come to get inspired and they come to uh, you know to be motivated, and that's what I use my social media for. And you know, you said something interesting. Seriously, you talked about not engaging with people who are negative. Like how difficult? Because I find myself. I've said this on this show before too. Like I can get a hundred positive comments, but it's that negative comment that like I, that's going to grab my attention. How difficult is it for you not to engage with some of those negative people? You just you just can't. You just don't respond. Like you just can't respond to every single person that has a, a negative connotation to what you're doing in life. You know, um, I mean, sometimes you want to respond because it's really like it just gets straight in your heart like when you call me an ego egomaniac or egocentric it really bothers me but I, I can't I can't respond to every single one I, I send them blessings delete them for my stuff and keep moving on because imagine it's, it's especially in certain platforms it becomes really toxic with people calling you a um that you're a man that you have that you're ugly that you have a beautiful body but you have an ugly face it's just like, okay, well, thanks for the comment. Like totally unnecessary. I wasn't asking you, you know, I don't go to your page and tell you like your, your hair looks ugly. Like, I don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Like people have so much time in their hands to say very disrespectful things in, 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 uh, in social media. And then when they see you, they don't have the, they don't have the guts to be, be like, yeah, you know what? You're ugly. Like, I really think you are a good wrestler, but you're like the most ugliest wrestler I've ever seen. I have, not, I have yet to see somebody tell me that. And when they tell me, I'll be like, you're honest, but you know, things can get out of my bubble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's terrible. And I, I guess that's the price of being a celebrity as well. Now being a part of AEW, being on this tremendous platform that AEW has being on national TV. Um, did you see more? Like, I mean, now you are more of a celebrity. So have you, have you felt those effects since you've joined the AEW roster? Oh yeah, I I mean Jesus, I I mean I don't I don't know where to start. It's it's, it's sometimes it's really hard because I'm not used to the whole, uh, you know, people definitely, um, you know, getting two or three in the morning asking for pictures or like it's, I'm just I'm still trying to get used to it, and, and it's and it's hard. But um, but you just have to manage all the stuff. You have to be. Like it is okay to say no sometimes, especially if it's late, really, really late, or you're really, really tired. And and the fans are they understand. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm when I'm willing and I'm out there, I always take pictures with everybody uh, as much as possible, and I try to be as polite as possible. I've been recognized in different places. Um, like I put it on my blog this week. I went to Miami uh, to the to the beach, and I was by myself. And then and then there were a couple of friends from Louisiana, and they're like, "You're Santa Rosa," and I was like, "Thank God, I was wearing clothes." You know, because, you know, I'm serious. You know, I'm gonna be wearing like a thong, and you know, like, oh my god, that's Rosa's ass. You know, it's like, oh, that's too much. Oh my god. So it's like, you, there's no, <laughs> there's no, um, there is no separation now from reality to to uh, t- TV. So it's it's, it's rough. Could be rough. Uh, why AEW? You know, AE, you know, it seems like you're very happy with AEW, but what, what attracted you to AEW? Talk about that process now being a part of that company. Oh my God. AEW for me was uh, the best thing that could have happened because um, I'm just going to start talking about our leader or the owner, 
Tony Khan. Like Tony Khan is one of the most down to earth people I ever met in my life. From the moment I went there and how I was received, I was blown away. And um, I had a lot of conversations with friends that um, um, that were in other companies and they were telling me how my destiny will be if I go with other companies and like how it would be if I go to AEW. And like I said, um, once, you know, things started trickling down and, and it came to like, um, sorry, I'm like trying to text somebody important. Um, All right. So wait, wait a second. Hold on. So you're on what? national radio. You're getting this opportunity <laughs> to be on with me and you're texting while you're talking to me. And then you oh, wonder why, and then, and then you wonder why there's tension between the two of us. But you know, well, sorry to, I'm you, sorry I'm to I'm disrupt you, you with my show while you're texting somebody. I'm but please you continue. Freaking sorry. Can you finish? What? What? Why are you give me that look? What? You have a question because... for me. What's the question you have for me? I can tell. You got that look on I, your face. I don't have a question. I'm just kind of like going with the flow, man. Like I'm trying to have a good day, and you're just being a little punk, like you always See, are. Buddy, you make those remarks and, and, and during the break, you're, you know, I, you're on the phone and I know you're on the phone with my wife, Violetta. I could tell because oh, you muted Violetta. your, you know what I was telling her? I was telling her that I had a dream that I, there was a beautiful table, a Southern Star Brewery and, and like that table, that was, that was a ring. And, and I saw you like flying from like the ring, the it ring apron into the table. You broke the table. I was like, Violetta. I just having these really violent, very, very vivid dreams about your husband. Like it's like the anger and, and the hate that I have for him lately. It's just like, like I cannot wait to put him through a table or like you know run him over with my bicycle or like something. You know, <laughs> wait, I, I mean... just wanna like I just wanna like. And she she understands. She's like, yeah, I know. Like sometimes he like really pisses me off because oh, he doesn't clean. Life. He doesn't feed the dog. Uh, or like I leave him notes and he just doesn't do the dishes. Like I will totally put him through a table. Like we had a really, really, really good conversation about it. But, her job you know, is to, I, her I, job. I know I know you don't want to hear that, but her her job is to do the dishes. Let me say something, all right? Uh, let me say you get you, let me say something. No, no, let me you, let me, honey, honey, let me tell you something. She goes out and she does all the work and she probably brings more money than you do. So for you to say that she is, she has to do the dishes. It's so disrespectful. You don't want me to go back I'm to your I'm a star. House, I'm a national radio get... star. I can't be doing the dishes. I can't be doing the dishes. Let me tell you something. What's with this? Uh, in the, you have this obsession with violence on me. I, I, I Listen, I am not a wrestler. I don't claim to be a wrestler, okay? I went to I went to Buda, Texas to get my thank yous and everything else, which you refused to do. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not an athlete. I'm a 50-year-old man that does a radio show about pro wrestling. So the fact that you think I'm going to step into the ring with you and have a it isn't going to happen. You're 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 an MMA fighter. You're a freaking pro wrestler. You're at the top of your, your game. Point. I'm not stupid, honey. I'm not going to step into the ring again. You step on the ring already. You started all this crap, man. You took you took on when I said, "Hey, David, you want to come to Buda, Texas, and maybe do something?" And you're like, "You know what? I'm not scared of you." So that was your fault. I beat your ass one time, and I'll beat your ass another time, even if it's not in the ring, even if it's outside the ring. I don't care. I'll still beat your ass. I went to your house and beat your ass. So what? Right. What will stop you? This is what I'm gonna do. All right. This is what I'm gonna do. All right. Ooh. I am opening up. Listen to me. Let me talk. All right. This is my show. You're a guest. 
I, oh my I, God, you're such a punk. You're so disrespectful. You invite me to your show, and then you tell me to shut up. I didn't I, invite you to this show. You somebody else booked you. You think I'd book it on this show? You nuts. Well, you need me. You need me to open the show so people can watch your show. All right. That's why. All right. I am op- I, I'm going to open this up. I'm going to open up the phone lines. If anybody, if anyone is listening that and has nobody an athletic. Wants, and nobody wants to help you. I'm telling you. Nobody wants I, to help I you. am asking for help. If there's somebody and I, you get the promotion of being on this show. You get the national exposure. If there's somebody out there, if there's somebody out there that wants to have my back. All right, I'll be in the corner. Somebody that wants to actually step in the ring with you, I'm opening up the phone. I'll see if there's somebody out there. I, okay. I pity the I pity the fool that is gonna do that because they don't know what they're getting themselves into if they do that. I'm serious. I have a lot of anger right now from a lot of things going on in my life. Eight seven seven. Let me hold on. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. Eight seven seven. Fight ninety three, and never before has that fight ninety three actually meant what it means right now. If you are willing to get into the ring and fight Thunder Rosa in the name of Dave Lagreca, call. I'm at, and already to guess what, honey? The phone lines are are lighting up already. They're lighting up already because uh, people want to take this off. Because I'm telling you, people don't like one. you. People don't like you. You no, got a big like ego. You, they, they ego. Don't like you. Let, let me talk. You got a big ego. You talk a lot of shit. You talk a lot of trash. I, I, you know what? I don't even know. I'm gonna go to the first phone call that's on there. I'm gonna go out to the first phone call. If somebody can, all right. Here we go. There we go. Hello. Let me ask. Who's gonna- uh, who is answering my phone call? Who is at, ask actually answering the challenge to step into the ring with Thunder Rosa? Dave. I heard your cries for help, and I'm here to tell you, Lainey Luck, Lainey Luck is ready to be on your side. Oh, you think that's funny? funny? Oh, my God, Lainey, how are you, girl? I know you're doing so well. If you guys don't know Lainey Luck, let me give you a story about Lainey Luck. Yeah, she beat your ass. Okay. What? Shut, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. She is doing ROA. She's really hot in the Indies right now. Check her out. Yeah. You know, she's a, a party unicorn. And guess what, David? I beat her at AEW Dark. So, what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say to me, sister? What do you have to say to me? Come on. This is your time. This is your platform. Tell the people. Tell the people what you're going to do with Thunder Rosa. What I'm going to do to Thunder Rosa is exactly what I did the last time we met on the Indies, girl. Don't you remember Underground? And how I'm almost- Well, yeah, when you almost killed me with your ass? You when you flying oh, ass hit me in the head and I broke a sink? That should have- yeah, I should have, like, pressed charges for that. I should have pressed charges for that. But did you tell them what happened? Did you tell them who won? I won, sister. I won. And, you know, Lady Luck and I, we had really bad blood. She couldn't- It couldn't be the best person to get into this one. Lainey, you're going to come into my territory, Texas. Oh, I forgot. You were from Texas. Too, your you have to go to... Are you kidding me? I'm from Texas. You're a Cali girl. You're not even from Texas. It's true. Girl, I took over Texas. Shut up, David. I took over Texas. You I'm Texas over, fucking wrestling right now. You started your own little promotion and booked your little green girl. Oh, my own girl. My own little Indian. promotion. Wow. Oh, oh let me laugh. Oh, can you, what were you saying, sister? Tell me. I, I want to hear what you say. What I'm saying you're scared, Thunder Rosa. You're scared to meet me in my state. She's made Where, the, uh, Thunder, I'm here, and Lainey Luck, who's now my new favorite wrestler, by the way, has just made the <laughs> challenge. Are you going to accept that challenge? She stepped yeah. up and made the challenge. Are you oh. going to accept? 
David, in the name of me, uh, in the name of LaGreca, she accepted the challenge. Do you accept the challenge, you fraud? Oh, oh, fraud. Okay, I'm going to make it very clear. Lainey Lux, November 20th, you and I in Southern Star Brewery in Conroe, Texas. I have not wrestled in my own little promotion, sister. And guess what? This match is going to be all false count anywhere. And it's going to be a street match. So, David can be involved, but I have somebody that's going to be involved in my corner. David, are you ready for this one? Yeah, wait, hold on. Laney, look, I'll be in your corner on November 20th. Aha, Thunder. Who could you possibly yeah. get in your corner? Who could you possibly get that's going to beat me and Laney Luck? Hey, everyone. It's Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Feed the Noise podcast. From Monday through Friday, catch me and the good sir, Nate Lundy, as we take you through each day's best sports betting opportunities. Whether we're talking spreads, totals, props, or anything else, we will do our Fade 5 to give you the knowledge and confidence to place your bets. Always remember, fade or follow, that's up to you. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for both subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Owner, president of AEW All Elite Wrestling, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, it's, it's interesting because when you look at 
and I and I I really truly believe that you know more than ever here in 2021. And I was talking about this with Nyla Rose that you kind of have to open your eyes to different cultures, different ways of thinking, different indiv- like individuals, how they think and how they react and their actions. And I, and I think you really have to understand those if you're going to be open to to different cultures and different kinds of people. Um, Absolutely. You, and, I, and I think let's just take the NFL, for, for example. Some owners act in certain ways. There's not a uniform way to, to act. Some owners, you have some owners that are quiet and do it behind the scenes. And then you have owners like a Jerry Jones that's very vocal because he loves being the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. So he's a cheerleader for his team that he owns. And I feel that's the same way with you, Tony. And I know that with that, there's some negativity. You know, there, there was the quote this week from like Eric Bischoff about, you know, shut up and wrestle. Well, you know what? For you and you're very proud of what you are and what you've accomplished and how AEW, you know what? You're not somebody that's just going to shut up. You're, you're vocal about it. And, you know, a lot of people have said about going head-to-head. Well, you did have head-to-head competition. You didn't ask for it. It came to you, and you were able to, to win that head-to-head competition. You know, for you, did you even think about that? Like, oh, should I be quiet at certain times? Or do you, are you just, hey, I'm Tony Khan. I'm proud to be the owner of AEW, and I'm going to be vocal. Uh, it's a great question, Dave. Uh, well, I really like Eric, and I was kind of surprised by Eric's comments because they were coming from Eric Bischoff. <laughs> and I think Eric Bischoff is probably the last person anybody would expect to say that they think the president of a wrestling company should uh, be quiet. Uh, but then when it comes to head-to-head competition, like you said, Dave, uh, we were in a head-to-head competition this past week. It was only 30 minutes, and I didn't ask for it. You know, we were in our time slot, and somebody came into our time slot aggressively. And it wasn't the first time. So, you know, they made a pretty aggressive move like that. And we generally responded pretty well and been very successful. This is the first time on a Friday we've gone head-to-head like that. And... You know, I thought it was pretty aggressive what they came in with. They loaded it up with the biggest stars they had. And I had to make a choice. Do I change up the card we have, which has got some big stars? But, you know, you have CM Punk, who's one of the biggest names in all of wrestling, and he's wrestling Matt Seidel, who's a great high flyer, a great technical wrestler, and very respected, but not the biggest box office name in all of wrestling. And that's a great match for the fans. And then I have to think, well, do I change that to a, a crazy box office match to try to go head-to-head? And no, I didn't. I, I stuck with the matches we had because I believe in our wrestlers, even if it wasn't necessarily the, the three most stacked matches. The irony is that this week's Rampage uh, you know, also came in very stacked, whether there was going to be head-to-head competition or not. You know, I, I generally try and make it a strong card, and that card was announced, the three matches, before I had any idea that we would be going head-to-head with anybody. And uh, I was amused by Eric's comments. I, again, I like Eric when we're together, but, you know, uh, this is the ultimate example, I think, of glass houses in some ways, knowing how Eric conducted himself when he was the president of WCW. And uh, and really, bring he did ask for the head-to-head competition, and I think he said publicly, you know, I should be going for that. But it's, I don't decide when the shows are on. Uh, this time slot, we had looked at a couple of different slots, and this was uh, one that they thought would do well, and I was pretty supportive of because I, it allowed 
for there to be a really good block of wrestling on Friday night. And I knew there would be a good amount of people watching wrestling on, on Friday anyway. And it was effectively an opportunity for people to watch everything in one night. Uh, and when we got the head-to-head competition, I, I thought um, we need to respond, we need to win, and we did. I was surprised that the competition was going to be commercial-free. Uh, I wasn't able to go completely uh, after talking to TNT without them, but I was able to get it scheduled to where we could do Punk versus Seidel commercial-free. But I thought it was even more impressive, um, given that I was forced to take a couple breaks, You know, which is... Uh, it was really great of TNT to work with us, I thought, on short notice to push a break back so that we could have that match uninterrupted. And, uh, you know, to me, it's it's not up to us when the show is on. In this case, um, somebody moved aggressively into our time slot, and it was just really important for us uh, to do a good number and win the night, and we did. But I, I really wanted to rally the fans and – and put some attention on it. I also really believed we were going to win, and we did. And, uh, you know, we've, we've done really well in the demo, which is the thing that advertisers and the TV networks use to rate the shows. And so I know TNT was over the moon, just very excited about how we did. And we put our chips in. And a really smart person in wrestling said this to me a couple of days ago, uh, and somebody who works in AEW, and what's cool about AEW is, you know, I don't think these are just my chips. I mean, they're everyone's. We're a team. And if you're on the AEW team, these are your chips, too. And somebody said to me, you know, Tony, you put all of our chips in and you made this bet and we won. And it's awesome. And we're all so happy about it. And this is just a great time for us. And he was right. And I, we won because of our wrestlers and, and the great people that work here and especially the fans and i know friday night isn't always the easiest time to watch a wrestling show especially at 10 o'clock but the fans have been turning out and in different ways there's a lot of ways to watch rampage whether you watch it at home on tv or on a tablet or at a bar on their tv or on your smartphone which anybody you know uh for the most part with a phone these days can get the tnt app if you have cable or uh a streaming platform that subscribes to TNT. You can watch it on your phone on the TNT app. So a lot of people tuned in Friday to watch a show. I'm very gratified by their support. I haven't said much about it since we won other than just thanking people for the support and, and some very brief uh, celebration as the numbers came in, which is really in, in this world is really at the buzzer. You know, that's kind of the, the post buzzer celebration, but uh, since the numbers came in Monday, I haven't said much because I think those numbers speak for themselves. I'm just really proud uh, that we won that head-to-head. You know, we didn't make the choice to go head-to-head for 30 minutes against the competition, uh, especially when they decided to do 30 minutes commercial-free, and they lost. And I think it was great for us. But for Eric Bischoff, of all people, the guy who got lowered down on a motorcycle from the ceiling, the guy who challenged Vince McMahon to fight him, to say that somebody should be quiet, it's, it's laughable. And Eric is doing an act, and I respect it, but uh, let's let's be serious. You know, Eric is, used to be a wrestling company executive, and now he is a commentator. And as a commentator, he's trying to stir up controversy. 
but I think it, it would be uh, pretty naive of anybody to look at this and not examine that the person talking is Eric Bischoff, who is the most outspoken wrestling executive of all time, and somebody who got a lot of heat, but somebody who also just, look, if we're going to be honest, like the things I'm trying to do in terms of balancing these great stars we have, like a CM Punk and Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson and people who've come in with years of experience and they've, they've got lots of uh, time on television as a big TV wrestling star. And then we have the people that have emerged here and become TV wrestling stars in AEW, like Kenny Omega and Hangman Page and the Young Bucks. And you also have uh, a whole crew of people that are the young stars. A lot of them are becoming young established stars on TV too. And whether it's MJF, Britt Baker, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, and so many others, Darby Allen in particular, uh, these are stars that I'm committed to, to keeping an AEW and not losing and building around. And, you know, when Eric says focus on the wrestling, I am focused on the wrestling and pushing these people and not running them out of the company like Chris Jericho uh, couldn't get out of WCW fast enough. And Eddie Guerrero uh, was put in his place. And the wrestlers were told by their boss that there's only three guys in the company. Uh, when Eric said that Hogan, Savage, and Piper were the only three guys that had ever drawn money, of course, a slap in the face to a few other people in the room. But also, what does that uh, say for the morale of the young wrestlers who are uh, busting their asses every week? It just doesn't make sense. So uh, I am happy uh, and grateful to not go off like that every week and really only when there's a call for it when there's, you know, competition brought to our doorstep and we have to respond. But, uh, I, you know, I'm just really grateful for the fans for, for, for their support. And I think uh, there's nothing to, to talk about now because I think we, we did what we had to do last weekend and now we can enjoy it and also look forward to great cards this weekend. And yeah, and, and I, the proof's in the pudding, not, Tony. You know, yeah, uh, Friday night on Rampage, you got Orange Cassidy going up against Powerhouse Hobbs. You have an AEW Women's World title match with Britt Baker and Anna Jay. So I think that shows you how strong the young talent on this roster really is. Absolutely. And to have Andrade El Idolo versus Pac and, and to give them uh, a main event spot and have a match that I think is going to be one of the best matches we've seen on TV all year and really push it, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. you know, pushing the, the best wrestlers to the forefront. And, and that's what we're about. And then Saturday we're coming back. You know, Brian Danielson is going to wrestle in the Eliminator Tournament this weekend uh, against Dustin Rhodes. And talk about two of the great veterans in wrestling, people that uh, everybody's going to want to see uh, in a dream match. And what blows my mind is these two guys have never gotten in the ring. They've never locked up. And to have Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes in the Eliminator Tournament, I think that's a dream match on Saturday. Nobody expected to see. Uh, but that's uh, really only the start of a great card. You know, Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer also are going to be meeting in the Eliminator Tournament. I think that's a great match. And those guys have a lot of history. Um, they've had uh, past beefs and even more so recently uh, – with Lance Archer being tied to Minoru Suzuki and Eddie Kingston teaming with John Moxley, uh, they've had some wars. And uh, even in New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's built into their uh, matches. So I really think that's got to 
great opportunity to be an excellent match. And another huge match on the card is Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes, part three. Yeah. And they've had two great matches. Malachi's really had Cody's number. And we've seen Arn Anderson really trying to strip down all the polish of Cody Rhodes and beat him down to the core, just just psychologically kick his ass and rebuild Cody from the ground up. And we'll see how well it works on Saturday. But I'm really excited to see what Arn's been able to do with Cody. And, and I'm also excited to see Malachi Black. This guy has come into AEW this past summer, and he's on fire. He had such a great match this past Saturday on the first Saturday Night Dynamite of the of these two weekends. He came in and just had this great match last Saturday live against Dante. And Dante keeps getting better and better, and it was a clash of styles, but I thought they came together great and had a great opener on Dynamite last week. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Friedman. Sound designed by Mary Bailon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.